All right, today I'm here with Larry Wolf, and by your hat, it looks like you served in... Marines. Marines, okay. I was going to say Marines, but I didn't want to be wrong. <laughs> so thank God you said it first. Uh, what years did you serve? Uh, 72 to 77. Okay. Did you get in did, did you get in right after high school? How'd that work? Yes, I was invited to join right out of high school. Uh-huh. It was just days before I went to the lottery system. Okay. So so you kind of did the thing that most guys especially during that period said <laughs> they're going to pick for me or I can pick for myself. No, they already told me they had my my school records and everything else be, right before graduation. Yeah. So. So went with the Marines. Two of my buddies, we all got the same notice at the same time. So. Yeah. Are you from around here? Actually, I'm from Chicago. I've been here hmm, probably over 40, over 50 years now. Okay, cool. Chicago area, huh? Well, uh, what, did you go overseas or anything like that while you are in? Oh, yeah. I, out of my time in the military, I spent maybe a year in the States. Back then, it was called, um, I was Fleet Marine. Okay, what's that? Uh, we were always basically stationed on ships. We had a whole port like Camp Lejeune or uh, Camp Pendleton. Uh, but then we were usually gone out. Uh, from Camp Lejeune, I went on two med cruises and then went down and did um, nine months in Gitmo. And then been um, stationed in Japan and Okinawa twice. You like that? I loved it. Okay. Yeah, everyone that goes to Japan always says it's a blast. It's a blast. It's a good place to party. Good place to good people. People are great. Unbelievable. Yeah. The food, you'll never beat it anywhere. The fact that it's so connected, too, is literally you can go anywhere on that island. It's oh, yeah. It's just unbelievably yeah. quick. Which was... Really nice. I was usually based on um, Okinawa, uh-huh. and but there was an Air Force base there, and I could just go down, and jump a hop, and go over the main island if I wanted to, or someplace else close for week long weekends or something. That's cool. What did you do after Japan? Uh, after Japan, I came back, went back to um, went to Camp Lejeune, and. Then, right after I got to Lejeune, about 30 days later, I drafted over the Gitmo, Guantanamo Bay. was there for nine months. And then, after that, went back to um, Camp Lejeune, and then I caught a, um, a cruise over to the Med. We were over in the Med, I think, nine months. We trained with um, Italian Marines and French Foreign Legion. Did a lot of um, humanitarian work in different places. Help paint buildings or something in little towns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And after we got back from that, had a little bit of leave and then we went back to Camp Lejeune. And I went back over to um, Okinawa. Signed up to go back over to Okinawa. And from there we went on um, a 13-month tour 
Oh, not, not 13 months. It seemed like 13 months. <laughs> <laughs> when you're on a ship, it definitely Yeah, does. when you're on a ship, 45 that. days straight. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it feels like 45 years. Yes. Yeah. But we went to um, Southern Pacific down to Australia. Um, then um, stopped, uh, ported in um, Tinian, little islands off down there in, a, in the chain and that's where the um, Enola Gay and the other bomber um, dropped the bombs on Hiroshima mm-hmm. and Nagasaki and you, not much of an airport there anymore it's all, all grown over yeah um, but we invested we had we painted a lot of the buildings in town and stuff like that because most of the people there were still living in the Quonset huts. Yeah. So we went out and we painted all, um, put more weather painting over the Quonset huts, sealed them up type form and stuff. People were really nice. Yeah. Super. We got to investigate around and we found old wrecks of B-52 bombers sitting up that we just pushed off the side of the runway. Japanese bunkers that were still intact. So it, was, it kept it interesting. Um, after that, it came back home. And um, transferred out to um, Camp Pendleton. And I taught... Um, was uh, one of the range directors out there on the firing line for when the recruits came in from boot camp. Okay. He taught them until my time got out. That's Not cool. Um, what'd you do when you got out? Um, I tried to, uh, well, I signed up for school. Um, wanted to get into um, the fire service. Uh-huh. And... I started school and then looked in fire departments around there in L.A. Was um, not hiring anybody but women and minorities. Minorities. Yeah, yeah. So I was there for oh maybe two years. I moved back to Chicago, where uh, my father had an elevator company. I worked for him for about two years, and um, building and repairing elevators, and came down here on vacation and never left. Went to, where did you go, to Springfield or Branson? No, I came down here and lived in Bolivar. Oh, wow. And, um, family in Bolivar. Yeah? And, and um, Just like the pace? I like the pace and like the weather. Yeah. And um, I started, um, well, we lived down there for about six months, and um, me and my mother moved up to Springfield. My first job was um, installing swimming pools. So I went in there looking for a job, and they figured out I could read the set of blueprints. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, you'd already kind of done the engineering thing while you were in the Marines. I mean, it sounds like yeah, that's basically that. what you did. Um, in the Marines, I was a, uh, we called it 0351. Um, it was a 
larger weapons like 106 recordless rifles, uh -huh. rocket launchers, yeah, um, explosives, all that kind of stuff. Not too much call in the civilian world for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it sounds like you kind of got your hands in a bunch of different stuff. you got to get oh, yeah, skill set for that. It was a lot of the engineering stuff, especially when you start playing with explosives and stuff like that. And um, so we took and I took that and uh, worked all summer, and then went to engineering school for uh, it was John's Business College back then, and went through two years of school with them, and after that, I got hired by the city. Springfield, and I worked with um, Earl Newman, the traffic designer for the city. And I drew his blueprints up and did a lot of studies for him. So, layouts, city streets, and traffic signals. Yeah, city planning. So, um, soon after that, my father moved up here and started another elevator company uh, between us. Um, he already had a, a consulting company that he moved up here, and I had I ran a, the elevator company, and we did a lot of building for Branson. Um, I put in a lot of elevators in Branson down at the condos. And I bet stuff like that. Um, went up and recabled one of the trams on the arch. Oh yeah, I bet that was super cool. That was super cool. Got to climb around the superstructure that yeah. day for a month. But um, and then um, I was on the fire department here in Springfield for twenty-seven years. Wow. So it, I, I really kept myself busy. Sounds like it. Well, uh, thank you for your service in the military, and then in your service as a firefighter after. It was, um, I loved being a firefighter. It was, it w couldn't wait to go to work in the morning. That's, those are the luckiest <laughs> people in the world. You know what I mean? When you wake up and you can say, I want to go do this, and you get paid to do it. The luckiest people in the world, by and far. Everybody called me an adrenaline junkie, so. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like it. It sounds like you never stayed, stayed in one place too long. No, I was... Every place I went, I was able to find work that interested me. That's good. Uh, but um, I kind of planted myself here, and this is home. So. Well, thank you for coming to lunch with me today, and uh, thank you again for your service, sir. Thank you.